Grace and peace to you from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I'll be home for Christmas. Just mention the words and you can hear Bing Crosby crooning away. It's part of the delight of today. Children home from college for Christmas, a reprieve from business travels, it lets you be home. The overstretched schedule with sports practice, music lessons, and social engagements suddenly is empty. It's not just you, but the whole family who is home for Christmas. As much joy as that brings, how long really will that tranquility last? It's only a matter of time before an argument erupts between siblings. At some point, you know that holiday tradition that you wish so badly would die comes to life again. Comments made about another's attire, the eyes rolling when a certain family member walks through the door. Being home means you need grace to forgive one another. Grace is yours because another has made his home with you. Today we rejoice, for the word has become flesh, so that he dwells among us. It is just the thing we need to hear today, the word that is the eternal, divine Son of God, has become flesh. He has taken on a human nature, flesh and blood, in the womb of Mary, and has been born in the flesh. That is why we come on a Wednesday morning to celebrate. But there is more to this verse, more to celebrate, that is only revealed by a more precise translation. The word became flesh and tabernacled among us. In the incarnate word, Jesus Christ, God tabernacles among us. The tabernacle was a tent designed by God himself so that he would have a place to dwell in the midst of his people. That design was given to Moses shortly after the exodus from Egypt. The tabernacle would serve for nearly 500 years before it would be replaced by the temple, which had the exact same design but was a more permanent structure than a tent. And now... Jesus tabernacles among us. Everything that God promised about the tabernacle stands fulfilled in Jesus. He is the place where God dwells among us. No more need for the tabernacle or temple. Jesus is where it's at. And that's saying a lot. The tabernacle was a place of awe. It was apparent that God was present in the tabernacle because there you beheld his glory. It was a cloud that rested in the innermost parts of the tabernacle, the most holy place. And while the most holy place was not, sent, was not entered by anyone other than the high priest once a year, the glory of the Lord went out from the top of the tent into the sky. It could be seen by all people, no matter where they were situated in the camp. It was an awe-inspiring sight. And now that awe is bound up in Jesus. He is born and appears as any other child. There is nothing in his appearance to make him more glorious than any other fellow. 
Yet we still marvel at him. For in this man, the eternal God dwells. This child laying in his mother's arms is the one who created the universe and all that fills it. Even the motherly arms in which he lies. Marvel at the majesty of that. How great is your God that he can humble himself to be born of Mary and yet remain the source of all things. For the same reason that the tabernacle inspired awe, it also produced fear. The glory of the Lord could be seen in the tabernacle is the same glory that caused the people of Israel to tremble at Mount Sinai when the Lord descended to speak to Moses. It looked as if the entire mountain were on fire. A boundary was set around the mountain so that no person or animal would step on it lest they die. That same fear ought to be ours as the word tabernacles among us. It is no small thing to be in the presence of God. The most holy place was the precise location of God's presence in the tabernacle. The one day a year when the high priest entered it was only after specific sacrifices had been made to cleanse him. To walk into the most holy place outside of that protocol would mean certain death. Sinners do not casually walk in the presence of a holy God. That has not changed Don't be fooled by Christ's humility as he comes as a baby. He is the holy God. He is the creator of all things. An honest assessment of my sin leaves me shuddering in fear when I think of approaching the one in whom we behold the glory of God. Yet there is a reason why the faithful keep coming to the tabernacle. Yes, it is an awe-inspiring place where you behold the glory of the Lord. Yes, it is fearful to know that you cannot hide your sin or explain it away as you behold the glory of the Lord. But you also have His Word. The Lord commanded Moses and the people of Israel to construct the tabernacle, and He told them why. He promised that is where He would dwell among us, His people with grace. God desires to dwell with his people, but he also knows that they are sinners who cannot live to tell the tale if they behold his unfettered holiness. So he puts a mask on that he might truly be present with his people, and yet they would live. That is grace. That is the tabernacle. And it is all bound up in Jesus. Here in the child born of Mary is God's dwelling among his people with grace. He will not be apart from you. So he puts on human flesh as a mask. That is grace. All of that grace is in Jesus and explains why he took a human nature. Grace comes at a price. One that you and I cannot pay. So Jesus pays the price in his flesh. The glory of God will be revealed in its fullness at the cross. 
The night that he is betrayed, Jesus prays, The hour has come. Glorify your Son. At other times, Jesus says that his hour is not yet come. His time is at the cross. That is the time of glory. Glory that abounds in grace. With unending grace, you have just the place to dwell in the tabernacle in Jesus. His presence, glory, and grace is no less available for you today than it was when he was lying in Mary's arms. He still wears a mask so that, you can, so that he can dwell with you. His glory was manifested in, you, in your baptism, a glory that remains within you. His glory is ever present with you in the scripture. His glory is present under bread and wine. Right there, he comes to you with the same body and blood that Mary held in her arms. The same body and blood that was crucified for your salvation. The same body and blood that rose from the dead. That same body and blood that will come for you on the last day. The same body and blood in which you behold his glory. The glory of the one, the only one from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus tabernacles with you. So welcome home. You are home right here because here Christ is present through his word, his baptism and his supper. That means God is at home with you because of Christ. What we have been singing of all these weeks, God's own son is born a child. God the Father is reconciled. Today we add to it, to our King God ever reigning, raise your hymns of homage high. Raise them high because they are there they found the wonder child in lowly swaddling clothes laying, yet all the world with his free grace supplying. Amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and his minds and his grace and truth. Amen.